1: I can't stop laughing. (laughs) I love it. Let's just get this walk started, baby. Oh, did you hear that? Yes, (laughs) I heard that too.
0: That's the first time I've heard that, Zoom telling us that recording is in progress. But, All huzzah, right. welcome to a Walk in the Park podcast with Babs welcome,
1: and- welcome, welcome, welcome. And I will no longer, I shouldn't be interrupted because my son has left and my husband has left. So, we are fine right now.
0: You are relaxing in your beautiful, lush, green backyard up in I Georgia. I and I am. Behind my blank, painted gray wall, in my now only permanent residence in the state of Florida. Well, thank God, thank God. Yes, and you
1: look—you look like you're actually, you never know you've gone actually to hell and back. Thank you. You That's look, exactly you look lovely.
0: Thinking. Thank you. Well, I have Florida hair, which I don't That's know. That's okay. It's beautiful. What I'm going to do with that eventually? Um, but yes. So what I will say for anybody who's going to move either interstate or within the Sarasota area of Florida is don't use these two companies. Do not use American band lines. That was our interstate carrier who subcontracted the job to a local moving company here in the Sarasota area called All American Movers. think it's all American movers or all America's movers something like that anyway my moving was what I would consider to be an expensive nightmare they did a pretty horrible job in my opinion from start to finish and the only thing and Jonathan my husband is a kinder person than I am and he was the one up in Georgia supervising the packing of the truck now, he said the driver, Alex, busted his ass packing that truck. Well, it took him nine freaking hours, so <laughs> not my fault. He's not good at his job. This is one 26-foot truck with very little furniture to go on, mostly boxes and bins. And uh, Alex, the driver, is the one who drove our stuff to Florida, didn't get it here on time the day that it was supposed to be here. And then also... um, Went missing for about five hours on Saturday with our truck. His boss couldn't get a hold of him. Nothing. His boss did say, he said, I have GPS in the truck. I know it's at his house, which I'm thinking, why the hell is my truck with all my stuff not parked in like a secure lot of this local moving company behind like offense or something so anyway the guy shows up basically claiming he overslept he was very unapologetic and uh yeah so remember american van lines don't trust what they say and if you're moving to my neck of the woods do not make sure they do not subcontract you out to this all american moving company
1: well that's a good thing to know that some of these companies subcontract it out. I never would have thought of that before.
0: And I feel like Jonathan, I feel like that was a question that we were inquiring about during Jonathan's, you know, estimate gathering process. But he says he doesn't remember that. But I feel like he picked this company because they said they don't subcontract out their jobs. Now, this guy, Alex, before he totally pissed me off, I mean, he said... Oh yeah, you know, they have overflow and they subcontracted out to us. So I think all moving companies to a certain extent are liars, except for the ones that moved me, did my move two years ago, you know, just from town to town in Georgia, they were freaking amazing. And I was so sad that they could not be my movers for this move. That was, uh, I have to look it up again, Atlanta's best movers or Atlanta's best moving company or something like that. Love them. Okay. The only company I've ever written a five-star review for online, ever. That's impressive. I know. Um, impressive. So, by the way, we're recording a happy hour, and I'm drinking our signature wine, which for me is Bouvray. Nice. Since I'm not a sommelier like you, you know, you're I'm not drinking you. any Viognier. I'm not. <laughs> Viognier? <laughs> oh my god I
1: had some of that the other day i had a blend i was just actually telling one of our friends about it um yeah I'll tell so our I, listeners i know it's um i think i've told them this before it's called pontificus it's a it, they have a red blend and a white blend but the white blend is Roussam, marcin and uh Viognier. Viognier. it's
0: wonderful have you i feel like i've had the red blend have yes. i had the
1: white uh, yes, I think you have. I don't think you like it because it's not. I think it's a little drier.
0: Uh, okay. Well, are you drinking
1: anything right now? Yes, I am drinking a vodka and club soda.
0: Nice. With a little wedge of lemon there?
1: Lemon and a little lime.
0: You're so fancy.
1: I, I love drinking out of these glasses. I love them.
0: <laughs> How would you describe that glass? It looks hefty.
1: It's very hefty. <laughs> it's crystal it's a Ralph Lauren gra- glass and I'm sure you're not supposed to use it for cocktails of this ma- like the size but I'm like you know what I'm doing it I don't care
0: oh you mean the 32 ounce size there <laughs> is that 32 ounces No, oh, I don't 16? know
1: <laughs> I think it's 16
0: I'm teasing you yes <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean if you're gonna go hard you know go hard or go home baby you know? <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh! Speaking of going home, that's a good segue to um, a current tennis scandal: the Naomi Osaka withdrawing from the French Open.
1: Yeah, I mean, all right. So I, I'm, mean, I have to be wishy-washy about it. There's no other way. The reality is, your job is to speak to the press. And when you're in a draw, when you're in a major like that, and by the way, she is a major tennis player. It's not like she's an unseated player from nowhere. This is some a world champion. You have to speak to the press. And for you to pull out like that, you have to pay a fine. However, on the flip side, my thought is, if this really is for mental distress or anxiety or depression, then she does need to go and get that done. You know, she needs to deal with that. And um, and I do feel for her. Like, I want her to get better. I don't want her to suffer, so to speak. So I get, I get it. I get it.
0: So absolutely. If somebody is having mental he- health issues, you know, that should be their top focus. Um, I guess it was just surprising that this is the first people are saying... I mean, they've never heard any inkling of this. And she's claiming that it's been a problem for her since she won the U.S. Open beating Serena in 2018, which was that horrific match with that horrible umpire who just wrecked the whole thing.
1: But, you know, uh, right, you're correct. And just to add to that, I think we're really only seeing we never get to see that side of tennis. It's the only, one of the only sports that uh, I think is, it might be the most mental game because again, and we've had this argument, it's only you out there. You have to, and then as you get better and you win and you do well, you're, you're forced to be on top of the world by yourself. It's, it's only well, you.
0: Also, when you're playing a grand slam, you're not allowed to get any coaching during the match. So. Right. If you're feeling unlike other sports where, you know, you go off the field or the court or, you know, the ice and you get some coaching, um, tennis at the grand slam events, that's not allowed. Um, so I guess my initial reaction before Naomi said she had depression because originally she was just saying something like, I don't want to deal with the doubters and, you know, blah, things, things that weren't saying, she didn't say she had was suffering from depression until, you know, basically the grand organizers of the grand slam tournament said, listen, we will continue to find you and you will be defaulted out of these tournaments. If you don't, you know, do it. My thought was she was a little flippant about, oh, I'll just pay the fine. And she'd even posted something I was reading in the New York times, you know, she uses her Instagram account. And she's posting, like, basically taunting the organizers of the tournament, saying, oh, if somebody thinks they can control me with money, I just got to laugh. And I'm thinking, like, she behaves on social media, not as somebody who's introverted or depressed. Like, she has this a contract, I guess, with something called Frankie's Bikinis. And she's, like, posting pictures of herself in bikinis. Um mm-hmm. And to me, I'm like, that is just not, is that the sign Prairie of some... to
1: everything she thinks she's standing for.
0: But it's just so weird. Like
1: That is weird because if, if you think about it, you, if you're comfortable enough in a bikini on Instagram, you should be comfortable enough in front of the press to take a couple questions.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, she okay, posts a bunch getting, of okay, pictures have, of herself.
1: I am protesting right now. Can you hear all this in the background?
0: No. What is it? Oh, okay,
1: good. Uh, leaf blowers and
0: <gasps>
1: lawn mowers and holy crap! That's really not right. Right? It's not right here, but it's in the neighborhood behind me. It's, it's getting loud. I'm like, seriously, people. But I didn't know they'd be here at five thirty in the afternoon.
0: What the hell? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's just annoying. Yeah, it is. But anyway, so yeah, so. So I, I, I,
1: if you're telling me, if what you're telling me is true in this whole Instagram thing, then that's a little disturbing.
0: Yeah, and the Instagram thing that I'm referencing, I read in the New York Times, but like she posted something, um, I don't even know if it was yesterday. It was long and it basically was trying to explain you know, further what her deal was. But what I also heard was the tournament organizers reached out to her to like discuss her concerns and try to engage her in a dialogue. And she refused refused to talk to them. And it's just like, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I keep reminding myself, like, I think she's pretty young, right? She's still in her early 20s. And so, but she's behaving like an entitled, you know, I don't know. Um, Let's see if I can find, wait, this is, I was reading, I wanna find that New York Times article, but anyway, I'm not sad that she's gone from the tournament. I think it's the right decision. Um, You know, if she doesn't wanna fulfill contractual obligations, then Maybe she can, you know, uh, just play tennis for fun and not be on the ATP tour. The WTA, sorry, WTA.
1: You know, Um, I'm fine without her. Quite frankly, I know. You know what? And I'm not going to shut her down. I mean, she is quite talented, but at the end of the day, no one needs that. No one needs that on the tour. Because someone like Dominic Team came forward and said, "Hey, listen." I've been struggling with anxiety and depression because once you get to the top, it's very difficult to stay there and it all became a little too much. So that I appreciate, but he took some time off and it did happen to coincide with COVID and I know he's struggling to come back, but I kind of feel for the guy. I hope this young woman is not taking advantage of something like that and saying, well, I can just do whatever I want to do whenever I want to do it. That's unacceptable. That's unacceptable.
0: Yeah. I mean, my, yeah, my initial thought was, I'm like, gosh, this is really unfair to the other players for whom, you know, this money is actually something that it would be hard for them to afford. Right. Like for her, maybe $15,000 isn't a lot of money or paying a daily fine isn't a lot of money, but um, you know, I, I understand why the tournament did not feel like they could let her set a precedent. Right. Right. And Jonathan made a good point. And again, she's only 23, but this is like the difference between her and Novak. So people are on Novak's case because you know he's trying to start this players organization that better represents the needs of the players. And the thing is, he's number one in the world and has a ton of money. He's not doing this for himself, he's doing it to try to help the players, you know. You love him for that, yeah. That, Yeah, whereas Naomi, you know, now she's making this mental health platform, but rather than actually do something about it, she's just making it about herself. Like, well, I'll pay the fine. Um, You know, I'm not going to do this rather than working with the tournament organizers to see, hey, is there a way that we can make this, you know, a bit better? Or even if there were just some formal process where you could prove, you know, that you're struggling and maybe get like, I don't know, you know, some type of maybe a shorter press conference, or maybe you get a little more of a break after the match and you don't have to go straight to the press room, right? Or like maybe they limit the number of reporters there or the number of questions. Like there were probably just a lot of different ways that you could try to address somebody's specific mental health concerns. And of course, you know, she can do this at the French Open because she doesn't perform, she has not performed well on play. And, you know, Wimbledon, she's like, she's a hardcore player right now. Her game doesn't lend itself to other surfaces. And so I also think, you know, if this was in front of the Australian Open or the U.S. Open, would she be doing the same thing? Right. Anyway, I feel a little bad. Sorry. I mean, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm bagging on somebody that's only five years older than my oldest child. So right and i feel I'm the trying same to keep way, that but... in perspective but she is using social media as kind of like a weapon so that's weird you
1: know. that's weird
0: yeah that um, doesn't help
1: her case She somebody needs to shut that down
0: yeah i don't know who's advising her but i wish i could find i swear it's in this article <sighs> um Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyway, all right. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about that uh, Serena match. <laughs>
1: um, did I watch the whole thing? I'm trying to remember if I did or not. I mean, I watched the beginning of it. I watched the. Uh, I think I watched the first into the second set.
0: Oh, I watched the whole thing. Oh, okay. Do tell. Oh, it was painful. (laughs) Jonathan and I were watching it pretty late last night. We had recorded it and we were both like yelling at the TV a fair amount or groaning. But she won, right? She did, but it was just
1: so And she beat somebody that beat her in Roland Garros just two years before, right? Three years before?
0: Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, that's the
1: woman that beat her at Roland Garros, I think, two years ago. I mean, in right. the finals.
0: Well, then that's actually cool. Yes. Um, that makes it better, I guess. But Yes, because
1: Swiatek, or uh, however you pronounce it, she beat Kenin last year. So it was two years ago. Okay. Well, I haven't
0: watched any tennis today, even though my Novak match better be recording. Uh, and Nadal I- is playing today, right?
1: Yes, I watched that match and I was watching Joe. Oh, don't tell me anything. No, no, no. I'm just going to. I wait. bet the lost
0: though. Wink, wink.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I watched Djokovic and he was. It's no, don't funny. tell me. No, no, no I'm not going to. I'll just tell you something that happened, but not okay. the match.
0: Okay.
2: So
1: when I walked in the door, uh, Djokovic was yelling at the chair who I actually like her. She's the one with the long blonde hair and the ponytail. Oh, no, he was yelling at her because some now the stands were empty. I need to like, let you know that. And somebody had walked in or said something and it was very distracting. So he's like, hey, I'm in the middle of a serve and this or whatever was happening. He's like you can't just let that happen and let it go. Right. Like, oh, it's not a big deal. He's like, it is a big deal. And there should be a protocol in place while I'm trying to play, I don't want to get distracted. That's unnecessary. But then I was like, I have to go back and watch it because I thought to myself, but you're lucky that it, what's it going to be Djokovic? I mean, it's either the whole stands are filled in totality and you have to deal with that distraction, which you have before, or and what's the difference?
0: Okay, I'll tell you what the difference is. One, I'm going to tell you one, because they've talked about it. So when the stands are full, the actions of one person are much less noticeable. It just blends into the background. But when there's like one person walking along in your sight of vision or like doing something, it's much more noticeable. Now, if you think about it, if something's going on when there are a lot of fans in the stadium, the chair rump will say something like, the you know, it'll be like a flash, like please or be be quiet or, you know, take your seats or, you know, it's not unprecedented for a chair ump to actually intervene to stop a situation. Now I'll see when I watch the match, but it sounds like, I guess maybe this chair ump didn't notice what was happening, but she's facing a different direction than the players. So if something's going on behind her, you know, it's not like she's going to know. And I don't know, here's the thing. I feel like Novak is a pretty, straightforward like forthright guy like if something i don't think he would just lie and be like that was distracting me if it wasn't but right but he's clearly fired up i mean i've watched him in the tournaments leading up to this and it seemed like every match he was like losing it yeah not literally losing it something's going
1: on with him i don't know what but yeah i would agree with with
0: that and speaking of you know like mental health issues or other things i mean i think I do think he's under a lot of pressure because some people are being very um, unkind to him because of what we were talking about earlier, you know, that he's trying to help players that aren't multi multi-millionaire, number one in the world, players who are trying to play on tour and make, you know, a living out of this. Right. Um, you know, he's getting a lot of, like his, his co-person in this effort, I'll say, um, what's his name? Papasil, Papa the Canadian Gosh. guy. I remember one match last year. I mean, he like completely lost it on the chair ump and started screaming at that person. And it had to do with like how they were being treated, how he was being treated for his role and, you know, trying to make tennis better. But anyway, wow. all right, enough about tennis. Cause you know, even though you and I could talk about it forever, all of our listeners do not.
2: Love tennis as much as we
0: do. <laughs> they do not. So, tell me something good. What else, what else have I missed? Now that I'm, you know, not up there.
1: I will take it to tennis one more time, but not professional tennis. All
0: right, you're bringing it local. Gotcha.
1: I'm bringing it very local, like inside oh my house. Local. Um, <laughs> uh, so. August, my son has decided to start teaching 12 and under tennis.
0: Yes, lessons, right?
1: Yes, he has developed quite a little bit of a business. I
0: think he's got
1: almost 10 clients now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So he's been, knock on wood, he's doing very well. Although last week he forgot the tennis ball, so I had to drive. I had to drive from, from the development we were in back home to get him and back. So he'll never do that again. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's been very good. And I think it's teaching him a lot about himself and he's, um, he sees, he's getting pretty good. He likes teaching kids. It's like, it's a very cool thing for him.
0: Good. And it's also helpful to learn, you know, just the value of services that you provide. Right? right. Right. Otherwise you have no frame of reference. Like, so this isn't exactly the same, but today, you know, so unpacking here is a nightmare. I hate it so much. You, a certain amount of it is not difficult, but then you kind of get to the end and it's all the crap you had trouble packing from where you were moving. And it's right. like now you have to unpack it here and maybe it should just stay dumped in a box that you forget right. about. You know for right. the rest of your life but i decided i say to vivian and i'm going to say this amount because it's the shock and awe factor but i was so frustrated i see vivian i'm like vivian i will pay you 250 dollars i'm like if you organize the rest of the crap in this entire house for me and of course at 250 dollars, your eyes just got very wide And in my mind, I'm thinking like, all right, if I have to pay a professional to come in here at this point, I'll be paying more than that. And right, of course, you can probably hear me. And I'm like, I spend that much money on my kid. like. <laughs> right. Well, and
1: but here's the other side of it. I mean, And you can't look at it this way just yet, but this is a permanent residence. You don't have to move in two years. Right. So you can unpack for the next two years if you really wanted to. I could I but if you, advise that, but I'm just saying you don't have to do anything in the next two weeks.
0: Well, but no, if you saw the house and the state of disrepair it's in right now, you would know that I can't. And two, we don't have a lot of storage here. These houses do not have basements. They do not have attics. Like, so we're, I mean, you know, we, installed some overhead storage in our garage, which actually is holding literally about 70 bins probably right now. And uh, we're still going to need an offsite storage space. And um, also, all right, to sort of circle back to the original point. I was explaining to Vivian, I'm like, oh, this will probably take you a while, but you're learning the value of time right? I'm like, if this project takes you 10 hours, you're still making $25 an hour, which is a fair amount more than most people in this country make per hour.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um,
1: I would agree with that. It's
0: just interesting, you know, to think about, well, this is the value of what you can get. And of course, maybe I'm giving her an unrealistic expectation because it's not like she's going to command $25 an hour in the marketplace anytime soon. Right. Although if she were doing something like providing a service, like tennis lessons, like what is August's going rate?
1: His going rate is twenty dollars an hour.
0: Okay. See, so twenty dollars an hour. So Vivian's possibly even getting better paid than August. <laughs> Although the benefit, you, so the benefit to you, the benefit to you is other people are paying him for this, not oh. you.
1: <laughs> right. 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 So yeah, and I, he's starting to um, understand the value of what he's making, which is so good because, you know, two years ago, if he was doing that, he would have spent all his money on video games. And then okay. there's nothing, you know, what do you get for a video game? Nothing. It's just like, it's nothing. Well, you get some um, entertainment
0: for an undefined amount of time. But.
1: So I said, listen, you're going to make all this money and you have to start thinking about what you want to do. Do you want to save it or what are you going to do? So he's already decided the things he's going to invest in. So he's going to invest in a stringer because he knows that he has to string his own rackets. He can string our rackets and then he can make money on the side stringing other people's rackets. Yeah. So it's like, it's an even better investment because it'll be like long-term as opposed to just him for him. That's right. You put your capital
0: back into your business infrastructure.
1: Right. So he's already thinking that and he wants to already buy like a ball machine, but his father's going to cover him on that because he's like, I could probably get one used on the, you know, whatever market, resale market. So that'll be good. But yeah, he's, he's already thinking, plus he wants to buy, I'm sure at some point he's going to want to buy a car.
0: Sure, and
1: yeah. So we'll see. We'll see.
0: It's, well, I, think I like it's all it. Good, stuff.
2: It's it's a all good, good work
0: stuff. ethic. It's a good work ethic. Speaking of racket sports, in about 35 minutes, 35 to 40 minutes, my family has a reservation on the pickleball courts. So uh,
1: a reservation just for you guys to hang out and play, or is it a lesson?
0: No, no, it's just for us to play as a family. Um, they do offer... Different clinics and things here, and there is actually a pickleball pro here, oh, nice. at the, here at the country club. But I don't, we haven't reached the level where we want um, lessons yet, I'd say, because we don't even fully know the rules yet, which I guess a pro could teach us. But we don't like to show up and embarrass ourselves like that. We need to figure it out a little bit more for ourselves first.
1: Yeah, well, it's not too far off from the tennis rules. It's not a real, it's not. Brain surgery. Once well, you play so, it, you'll you'll know it.
0: Yes, but for example, so you know, I'm not on Facebook much these days, but I check in occasionally for the, A friend of mine started this group, and then I decided, oh well, there's an area you can go and just see what your group posts. So I joined this pickleball Facebook Facebook group, <laughs> and it is hilarious. There was like this whole debate about what serves are legal in pickleball. And how you have to serve, okay. and this serve is now like um, provisionally legal. The drop serve, which before you couldn't like drop the ball and hit it, you had to serve it out of your hand or. Oh,
1: speaking of which, Boo Black did that
0: at the. The drop serve.
1: Yeah, never did. No. I mean- Underhand serve during the Medvedev. Uh, he did it a couple of times and it totally threw Medvedev off.
0: But remember who, but met, you know what? That's even funnier because I've seen Medvedev do it before. Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I know I've seen another player pull it out a couple of times. I'm trying to think if I've seen anybody besides Medvedev. I can't remember now, but uh, anyway, yeah. Well, summer is big for racket sports and uh, you know, Summer is big for tennis. As we know, two of the four grand slams are played in close proximity to each other, not just geographically, but on the calendar. Right. And yeah, so I enjoy that about summer, I would say. Well, um, let me know
1: how your like little uh, pickleball
0: family event goes. I will have to, I will have to provide a pickleball update and, uh, Pretty soon now, we will kick it over to MB's corner. doing good i'm tired
1: i'm tired too you're struggling
0: struggling i honestly laid down on my bed for like a minute about five minutes ago and i thought oh my god i better get up or i'm gonna fall asleep through the podcast like i'm not gonna wake up like you guys would be like babs why haven't you started the podcast
1: Yeah, I I mean, I'm already yawning. I'm just, I'm tired too. I just did, I did a lot today already and I don't even feel like I'm halfway done.
0: And technically you are halfway done because it's 2-ish PM and there are only 10 hours left in the day.
1: That's true, but I always like to get a lot done on Saturdays so I can relax and read on Sundays.
0: I understand. I understand. Well, here in our corner for the very first time, we have a high school graduate. Yeah, Yay. Tell us, MB, bring us back to that glorious day. You're wearing your cap and gown. You're ready to go. It where
2: was you... really hot.
0: Yeah, where did you go? Tell the listeners how it all
2: we, was. We... we went to Milton's. Went to Milton's for dinner. Then we, then my dad and I, drove to amaris bank amphitheater Mm -hmm. dropped me off helped me put on my cap and gown then he he departed and i was there with my and i was there with a couple of my friends okay and then 500 ish of your classmates yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah, you had a big graduating class, I think, right? It was maybe around 500.
2: It was the 100th graduating class. That's true. That's
0: right. You graduated in a very auspicious year. Milton High School's 100th graduating class. I saw that yearbook at your graduation party. That was insane. I thought it was some like time-life-century recap book. That's how big it was.
2: Yeah, the, yeah, the yearbook is hefty yeah it's heavy <laughs> it's cool though it's a really cool
1: yearbook that was much nicer than my yearbook ever was
0: oh yeah my yearbook was never anything as nice as that is As elaborate
1: <laughs> yeah no definitely
2: not. and i was i was in the fourth row from the stage that's right so for tell it let's so for our listeners who don't know uh
0: the Ameris amphitheater is like a concert venue so people like all right uh, Train have performed there. Dolly yeah. Parton. Who else has seen some concerts there? Uh Kenny Urban. Wait, not Kenny. Oh my God. I hope my friend doesn't listen Keith to this. Keith Urban. <laughs> Keith Urban. I actually went to that show.
1: Deep Purple, I- I- Judas Priest, Molly Crew.
0: Yeah, so they needed since some- <laughs> MB's graduating class was so big, they needed. They couldn't even do it like at the school. They needed it.
2: And some people, and some graduates were put in the box seats because they ran out of room on the regular seating,
0: kind of. Yeah. All right. So you're there. It's hot. You're wearing a cap and gown. You're sweltering. How'd the magic begin?
2: We, the principal, came up mm-hmm. started with the national anthem and then and then after that we had we had like we had a break and then these and then there were some speeches.
0: Right like some
2: student speeches. Yes. Yeah and then the, and then the guest speaker. Okay
0: let me ask you one question. Does the high school do a valedictorian speech? Was there a yes. valedictorian? Okay, who was that? Do you remember? No, I forgot <laughs> her name. <laughs> okay, all right. So, and then who was the guest speaker? Do you remember that?
2: A uh, George, a Georgia General Assembly representative.
0: Ah, okay, but not one we know. Yeah, we can look it up. I bet. Yes. We- What was the gist of that speech? Like, go out and be of service to your community and your country. Yeah, you remember? I'm trying to think of what a politician would, you know.
2: Yeah, it was something about. It was something about. It was something about go out there and do your best. It was like. Right. Was it a male
0: or a female?
2: A male. Okay
0: all right and then they started calling the names and then
2: and then once they started calling names it went by like went by lickety split yeah like you
0: said you were in the fourth row so you i think you told me what were you like number 35 35 nice i like it
2: and then i got and then i got a hug from 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 one of the school board members oh that's so nice
0: Hugs in a post COVID pandemic world, even though we're, we're the pandemic is still here, but now people can hug. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. And so eventually graduation ended and it was pretty. I late was so then, tired. Yes. All right. So you got to go home. Yeah. And then the next day was your graduation party. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty great, huh? Yes. Yeah, your parents always do a nice job. They always have such nice
2: food and beverages. And tell the
0: listeners about your desserts though, MB. We had
2: We had pound cake. Yep. Cupcakes. Yep. Cookies.
0: Now the cupcakes, didn't you had so many it like spelled out congratulations. It said,
2: it's a congratulations Michael 2021. Nice. And then, and then they slowly got picked up one by one. That's
0: right. That's right. People were trying to make words with the letters left over. Yeah, I know. I, t- I took a blue A. I know that. Oh, uh, I
2: and think uh, an M from Marissa. You did. And then uh, what else? Did, and then we had Texas sheet cake. Texas sheet cake. Awesome. That was That so was so good.
0: That was tasty. I and had then, a bite of that. And
2: then carrot cake.
0: Carrot cake. I didn't have any of that though. Oh, I missed that. Dang it.
2: And then for the regular food, we had barbecue. Yep. Chick fil A. Yep. I love that. Some fruit and cheese platters. Yep. True Southern graduation. So, and then the
0: beverages were on the deck. That's right. The important beverages like the Vouvray and the beer. (laughs) <laughs> yeah oh yeah that graduation party you know i don't want to get a little
2: fun here and then i went to and then i went to another one after my party oh that's right i
0: forgot you had another social engagement did you have fun there yes and then Good.
2: and then just this past weekend i had mm-hmm. to go to another graduation party
0: was it also for a milton high graduate no, it was for a Roswell High School graduate. Oh, that's right, because their graduation was a little later. Yeah, it was Monday. Right. Nice. Well, but okay, so you had your graduation. The next day you had your graduation party, but then wasn't there, was it that weekend or this past weekend that you did the Court of Honor? It was, I think it was. One of, I know your mom said it. Was it, it the was, same weekend as your graduation? Yes. Okay all right so it you get on busy- Sunday. Okay so explain to the listeners who don't know Port yeah, of is, honor- is an Eagle Scout life Scout thing. It's an
2: it's for Eagle Scouts. All right, so tell the listeners a little bit about that. My friend mm-hmm. who lives in this neighborhood yep asked me if I would be one of it if I would be able to walk up with him to be one of his escorts. okay. And I said yes. So,
0: and what happens at what is the what is the person getting at the Court of Honor? Is it
2: an award, an achievement award? A... He gets a neckerchief, mm-hmm. a certificate. Okay, an award. Mm-hmm. Now, was so... this because was this the
0: ceremony where he became officially an Eagle Scout? Uh, yes. Okay. Oh, okay, you've already done this. Yes. Yes, you did. Ah! Okay. how many years ago did you do it i got Where?
2: it back i think i got it back in 2019 okay i was gonna say yeah it must be at least two because before was every pandemic yeah before the pandemic
0: and everything else yeah that's pretty impressive i mean i think i was talking to your dad at um, your graduation party and he was telling me how you know, like yourself, some of the kids he had known for a while and then some he just helped mentor through this last phase to, you know, reach Eagle Scout because not, I mean, there might be a lot of- Only 4%. I was going to say it's pretty small, the ones that actually make it to Eagle Scout. So that's super cool.
2: 4%.
0: I know that is, that is super small. That's like the chance percentage chance that Nadal has of losing the French Open 4%. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh
0: my gosh. All right. You said you were watching some Roland Garris MB. Tell me who your favorite matches were that you've seen so far, but don't tell me who won in case I haven't
2: seen. You remember? I've been watching Serena.
0: Okay. I I've seen her last match. I saw her play. um, why am I blanking on who I just watched her play? Who'd she play last? I will check. Yes, please check for me because I literally finished watching that match probably at like eleven p.m. last night, what and I can't. No,
1: that was that was that was Stevens.
0: Oh, That's it was it. Collins. It was Danielle. Oh, it was Collins. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that was a good win for Serena. I mean, Danielle's a tough tough player, and. Of course, Serena was giving me a little bit of a heart attack in the second set, but.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and then I watched. Yeah, I've been watching. I've not seen the Sissy
0: Pats match. I've not watched Sissy Pats Isner
2: yet, so don't tell me anything about that. (laughs) I watched, I've been watching the Nadal matches.
0: Yeah, you know me, I skip those because I, for whatever reason, I just don't find him that interesting to watch.
1: Oh, it's probably I can't cause... believe that. It's shocking to me. He's so much fun to watch.
0: And then you got Federer. Well, wait, let me circle back to Nadal. This is a little bit of a thing for me because I hate people that have all these twitchy things. And, you know, him having to pick his butt and tug on his shirt and touch his face, that bugs me. So I don't, I don't think
1: like he's doing that as much right now. He does, does it every
0: about. single time.
1: I don't even pay attention anymore.
0: I know that's what I'm saying. So you're lucky for somebody like me, where that stuff annoys me. I can't watch him. I'll tell you this: this will this will scare our listeners and possibly you as to how like particular I am. I almost can't watch Sasha Zverev anymore because he does this annoying thing with his shirt every time. In between points and like when he's serving he like lifts his shirt up off his stomach and like kind of fans it or something i don't know i don't like it people just get up serve your damn stuff hit your
2: damn oh song. my god <laughs> stop twitching
0: oh and my then god
2: I've been, and then and then i've been watching federer yeah what do you think about
0: federer
2: i think he's doing well
0: i think he's been getting Better, I mean, they played what now? Three matches, I guess? Yeah, they're, they're th- in
1: the third round right now.
0: Right, I think his match, who'd he play last? Who'd he beat? Oh, Chilich, oh my God. That was a crazy match. I've never seen him be such a big baby in my entire life. Over so what? The chair ump gave him a time violation warning when Chilich was serving, because Roger, you know, Roger has not adjusted himself to the whole, because he's barely played, the whole timing of like getting your own towel and stuff. Oh, yeah, right, But he said that. And Chilich, yeah, yeah. But he, I watched it. He like argued with the chair for three minutes. It's like in the middle of <laughs> Chilich's serving game, And he walks, it was so rude. I just could not believe it. And he was, then he was whining about it. I mean, you could see him. He kept yammering with him, the cherum for the rest of the match. He was like, so, and I was like yelling at the TV. I'm like, Roger, stop being such a freaking baby. But to interrupt Chilich's service game for three minutes, I'm sure if, if it had been anybody other than Federer, that um, would have given them a penalty, like a bigger penalty for standing there arguing. It's Chilich's service game. And Roger's over there arguing with the cherum it was so rude so rude it made me think that roger is kind of like not really like, yeah thank you mb yes he's uh he's not as confident as he normally is and so you know things are he's he's not being quite the gentleman that he's known to be in my opinion all right but So you're watching kind of the big ones, it sounds like MB.
2: Yeah.
0: Have you seen any
2: Novak? I haven't. Here and there.
0: Oh, my gosh. There was one match he was playing tennis Sandgren.
2: And it was just hilarious. I watched half of that match. Mm -hmm. Then I got caught up with something, so I didn't finish it. Well,
0: that match was funny because it was late at night, and so there were no fans there. And, but there were some people like TV people, like French TV people, like up in the booth at the top and Novak and tennis were both getting so pissed. They're like, be quiet. They're like telling the chair, can you tell them to shut up? Cause since nobody was there, like all the noise was carrying. Novak has been losing it a little bit for a while now, actually for several tournaments. It seems every tournament he like pitches a little fit at some point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that either, but um but yeah, I mean it's nice to have some rolling gear as tennis, and then of course eventually we're just gonna roll right into the grass season. Wimbledon. Yeah, and then Riss and I we really have to we have to start buckling down on this labor cup thing. Oh yeah. Uh, and then
2: you got oh. Osaka and Bardi. Oh I know the Bardi thing. All right, yeah. Did, so she
1: have, did, she, did they finally say what she was hurt? Like her, was it her thigh? Was it?
0: What did I thought she, she rolled her ankle.
1: Oh, okay.
0: That, I only heard it in passing, but I thought she rolled her ankle in a match and she was pretty upset about it. And then yeah, she retired. Oh, the Osaka thing. I don't no. know if we can talk about that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I could go either way on it. I don't think anything's anybody's right uh, or wrong.
0: What do you think, MB? Do you have an opinion? She deserves a break. And she's choosing to take one. So yes, mental health, you know, and also yeah, if you can't handle talking to the press when it's part of your contractual obligation and everybody has to do it, then yeah, you need to take a step back and kind of, you know, get your get yourself in a healthier state of mind, I guess. Right. Uh, But, yeah, we'll see how that opens up the women's side of the draw. I mean, Barty is obviously a French Open champion from two years ago. She didn't play last year to defend her title because she didn't leave Australia at all. Will
2: will this be the year that Serena finally catches up to that magical 24? I
0: I hope so, but I'm not thinking it will be at the French Open, even though Serena's looked good. And Barty going out is definitely – a help. Um, Osaka isn't that great on clay, so I'm not sure she and Serena would have met anyway. You know, Serena's last French Open title wasn't as far back as I thought. It was in 2015, so it's only been six years. And they did point out in her match that there was only one other active player with more than two, Serena has three French Open Grand Slam titles. And it's funny because Lindsay asks her, whoever was commentating with her, and the guy like paused, like as if he didn't know for like 10 seconds, and Lindsay's like, come on, dude, Rafa. Right. (laughs) But isn't that crazy? So Rafa has his, and then besides Serena, nobody else has as many as her, no active player. Correct. I think that's pretty crazy.
2: I think that's awesome. Serena Serena will get there soon.
0: You know, I think I hope she can get there this year. I guess I always think her best chance is the U.S. Open. I think I'm trying to think if that's where she's won her most titles.
2: She had that massive fit that one year.
0: Well, rightfully so. That guy was a total jerk, basically. Um, And honestly, like, I mean, cause Serena was disagreeing with him. That's why she got the, you know, she got the point or the warning for coaching. Then she got a point penalty because I don't know if she like complained to him or something. And then when she was on the crossover, I think she complained again. And that's when he took a game. And I'm just thinking Roger was complaining in his match against Cilic just as much, you know, and he gets nothing. Right. It's discriminatory in my opinion. I think that guy was a jerk. And I think he, I think he should have been yanked from the tour for a while. Remember when they yanked our favorite umpire from the tour for a while, Mo Muhammad? Oh, Yeah. We love him because they decided he was being too nice to um curios in a match where curios wasn't putting oh yeah yeah his- yeah yeah he yeah. was playing that frenchman herbert who, like yes. isn't any great thing and her complained because you know mo got off his chair and was like trying to give nick like a pep talk and so i don't know it's all a little crazy yeah. Sports, what are you going to do about them? You got your national sports, your international sports, your local sports. In fact, you attended something very local this past, yes, two days ago, Mb? Today's Saturday, right? So you were there Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. I know it's hard to keep track of the days, honestly. I
2: forgot what I was doing Thursday. Uh-huh. No, you don't. <laughs>
0: I gave you I gave you the, the lead in. Sporting event, Eaton Wild Swim Team. Yeah,
2: yeah. A meet. Yeah. You
0: went to a swim meet. Tell yeah. the listeners, tell the listeners what uh, that's.
2: I watched. I watched my friend Cooper swim. Okay. A fellow graduate if I'm recalling. No, he graduates next year. Oh, okay. He's only a junior. Gotcha. I saw I saw Devin Oh, nice. Okay,
0: that's a, that's a, like a mom friend. Yeah. I saw Miss Stephanie White. Oh yes, Coach Stephanie. I saw her for a little bit at your graduation party. I haven't seen her in years. Did you see
1: our friend Veronique? Yes. Okay, good, good.
2: I saw, I saw Miss Siders.
0: Nice. So wait a second. So, what are our friends' kids doing? Are they coaching? Are they swimming?
2: Cooper swimming. I think Veronique's daughter's swimming, and then I think think are both
1: of them swimming? No, just the just the youngest. I believe just the youngest, youngest okay. Okay. one of the, the
0: older one. I thought was maybe doing some coaching, but I that I don't know. And then what about what about Miss Siders? What were her kids doing?
2: There swimming? One of her kids was swimming. Okay.
0: All right. Well. I remember the swim team days and my unpacking nightmare here. I came across a number of Eden Wild swim team shirts and the little trophies they give out at the end of the season.
2: I remember being on swim team.
0: Yeah? What was your favorite
2: part? Freestyle.
0: Freestyle, yeah.
2: My hardest strokes (laughs) were a butterfly.
0: That's hard for everyone, yep.
2: Yeah. And breaststroke.
0: Breaststroke. Yeah, I like backstroke. I always backstroke.
2: You can be on your back, and you That's can right.
0: I liked backstroke. I was always just afraid I'd get to the edge of the pool and like break a wrist when I like flung my.
2: Yeah, you know. one of my, And then earlier this week, my mom's friend Susie broke her wrist.
0: Oh no! Not like I just described, was it?
2: No, she was. She was doing. She was lifting a kettle. One of those kettle balls. Oh my gosh!
0: Ah. She broke it working out. Yes. All right, I'd be worried about her because that's not normal and she should go get tested to make sure she doesn't have bone cancer, seriously.
2: Yeah, she, she, she broke her wrist.
0: I mean, if she hit it with a kettlebell, like if she lifted it aggressively, but if she just lifted it off the floor and her wrist broke, that's crazy.
2: Oh, Who uh, is this? this? Susie? Is... Oh, this wow. is one of my mom's friends. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yep. It's a great big world out there. Lots of dangers. Some hidden, some not.
2: (laughs) And then then we're back to Thursday. I was I was caught in the rain. Oh you were walking? No, I was at I was at the pool until I left my house around four forty five and I and I was at the pool from four forty five to eight
0: thirty. Okay, and then it started
2: raining. It started raining between like five and six pm
0: did they have to get out of the pool or were they, they still swimming
2: they were still swimming it was just the rain
0: just rain no thunder, thunder. gotcha
2: you know and where the, i live now thunderstorms
0: apparently are pretty common
2: and then the sun came back out
0: That's yeah what I but to.
1: where you live now babs those they come and go right
0: they do, although I haven't heard thunder for a bit, but we've been getting some rain probably each afternoon, I'd say. I'm looking at the clouds now thinking, oh, it might start raining. And then there,
2: yeah, there's a lot of houses for sale.
0: Oh, my gosh, that is like the craziest thing, the number of houses for sale in the neighborhood. Oh, I know. It, it
2: is nuts. It and they t- going t- up all the time there's there's a lot
0: i know well we're talking about yeah just neighborhood turnover people moving
2: you know trying to
0: trying to yeah trying to get out before the market starts you know becoming more of a buyer's market right now it's definitely a seller's market um so yeah Good times, good times. I've been in my own little bubble. Besides tennis, I don't have much clue of what's going on in the greater world. I'm gonna have to change that. I have to find carve out some time to uh, get back into what's happening. But between trying to unpack, trying to actually- How many
2: boxes are you through? Well, you know, we're
0: probably through all of the boxes now, but like some of the boxes, they've been opened, but it's like, well, where are we going to put this? Oh, right. And so, and we've got to, I'm waiting for an offsite storage space to open up. We've got to take some stuff to storage because we can't all fit it in the garage and because we want to put both of our cars in there. And it's
2: just- Sounds like a dilemma. It is a dilemma,
0: MB, and we have our our best friends are visiting. They arrive next Thursday night, and I'm like, this house has to be more presentable by the time they get. Not that they would care, but I care. So I'm like, it won't be 100% done because I've still got our handyman people coming who won't come until after their visit. You know, I have a lot of things that need to be hung on the walls. And all that kind of stuff so but i'm happy to see your faces i'm happy that i got my video you know um fixed my silly little camera mystery
2: at least you fixed it
0: yes jonathan fixed it for me eventually even though it took him a while and he was like what the heck he's like this is dumb Um, (laughs) there's just like this little button like watch this mb ready now you see me? No, wait, now you don't? Now now you see me.
2: <laughs> you yeah.
0: It was so stupid. This is a relatively new laptop for me. I just got it earlier this year. And so I guess I didn't know there was like that little sliding. Yeah, why
1: would you? And how would you have clicked it off anyway? That's just That's less- the
2: real thing. How would I have clicked I've it off? I'm gone to Seattle in a week. Oh, right, going i'm going the 14th right.
0: that's right your whole family's spreading out you're going to seattle then your mom and sister are going to phoenix
2: next week my mom and my sister are leaving next wednesday
0: yeah your trips are kind of like back to back right so you're not going to see your mom for a while
2: yeah and then after and then after seattle's father's day that is oh, right. I, was, I was smart enough to Get my dad a card before I went traveling. So then.
0: That is guys. smart. That is smart. You want to make sure, yeah, you're not racing out at the last minute. I totally, totally get it. All right. Speaking of racing out, I still have to go unpack crap.
2: I got a <laughs> new <laughs> Apple Watch. What?
0: MB, you keep throwing all these things in here like (laughs) shock and awe. You said you were going to. Yeah. Is it? Do you you remember which series it is? No. But it's bigger. You wanted the bigger face. Yeah, I wanted
2: the bigger face. Nice.
0: So was that a graduation present? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Sweet. Congrats. Sweet. Oh, yeah. All right, let's say bye for now.
1: Bye for now.
0: Until next time.
1: Until next time.